0: Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. All right, we're going to be talking about a fun grammar review that can be used with any topic. So if you have ever struggled which you probably have if you're an English teacher, with making grammar instruction meaningful yet fun, then today's episode is for you. We don't usually equate grammar with fun. They don't usually come in the same sentence. (laughs) Maybe you're delivering direct grammar instruction, but you know your students just need more review because they're just not getting it, right? It's not sticking. Or perhaps it's, you know, you're bored to death with the same tired worksheets and you're ready for a change. I used to teach out of a grammar workbook that was required of me. It was awful. So the activity that we're going to walk you through is such a fun way to spend about 20 minutes of your class time to review. And we guarantee that your students will be engaged. It is not just another grammar drill. And the beauty of this activity that Jessica is going to share with you is that you can do the same thing over and over and over and over again using any grammar topic and just make a few small tweaks like we say, rinse and repeat. We want you to do that all the time. This is rinsing and repeating at its best. So if you're an EB teachers club member, you do have access to this exact activity that we'll be describing and you can grab it using one of your free monthly coupon codes. This activity is completely done for you. And it even comes with an editable version. So you can adjust it to any topic that you want to. And so that's, if you're an EB teachers club member, if you're not you're still gonna be able to take this concept, this review activity that Jessica is going to explain to you and do it on your own. Um, Our EB Teachers Club is all about striking that balance between engagement and rigor so that students can master the standards, but still be excited about learning. So if you've been curious about the EB Teachers Club, it's our community of middle school ELA teachers from around the world who all have that same goal to provide their students with rigorous and engaging lessons that help them master the standards all without having to sacrifice their own nights and weekends in creating those lessons our entire team at EV Academics creates those lessons for you. Our goal is to make your life easier. So if you've been in the classroom for any length of time, chances are that you can relate to nights and weekends spent planning, going down the online rabbit hole, searching for a lesson to meet the standards that you need to cover, only to have those lessons be met with blank stares, mediocre participation, super, super frustrating as a teacher. We don't have to tell you that searching online for lessons is a complete time sack. And that's why we created the EV Teachers club so that you can completely let go of the hours spent, just mindlessly scrolling online, searching for the perfect lesson. We have taken care of all of it for you. So if you would love to join us in the EB teachers club, we'd love to invite you to see what it is all about. If you go to evacademics.com forward slash membership waitlist, you can add your name to our wait list and you'll be the first to know when enrollment for the EB teachers club opens again. All right, let's dive into this fun grammar review for any topic. Take it away, Jess.
1: All right. So I'm going to start off with saying, first, we need to assume that you've actually like taught your grammar lesson, right? You've taught your students the concept. This is more of a review activity that we're going to be sharing. And, you know, side note here, make yourself familiar with your state standards because you could be teaching grammar concepts that you don't even need to be doing. So first, like know your standards and which topics you need to teach. And it's going to make it so much easier to begin with. So let's assume you've taught your grammar instruction, direct instruction, and now you're ready to spiral review later on. So what you're going to do is you're going to print out a very simple template of a house. So we're talking Caitlin, like just basic structure, you know, like the roof and the sides of the house. That's it. Like you can draw it on so my easy. own you type draw thing. It. Exactly. Okay. okay. So basic. You don't want any like details on there. And then what you're going to do is you're going to come up with a theme for your house and you're not going to like write anything down yet. You're just going to come up with it in your head. So you want to think of different aspects of houses. Like, could it be a haunted house or a gingerbread house? Is it a cabin in the woods? Is it a castle? Is it a mansion? Is it like a beautiful cottage by the sea? I don't know of any others. Those are like the ones that I'm coming up with at the top of my head, but whatever you come up with, you create a theme for it. And the teacher comes up with this theme. Yes. So if you have the resource that we created, we provide you with the themes, but you could use anything. Okay. So you've printed out your houses, come up with your theme. And now what you do is you come up with eight to 10 or so grammar review questions that focus on that topic that you taught to your students. And you come up with two possible answers for each question. One of the answers is right. And one is wrong. Make sense so far? Yes. Okay. Then each of those answers, you're going to assign a simple task that relates to the theme of the house. So I'm going to walk you through an example and I think it'll be much clearer. Okay. So let's say with my fifth graders, I've taught them about pronouns and now I'm going to review pronouns with them with this house activity. And I've decided I'm going to go with a haunted house theme. Maybe I'm using this around um, Halloween or something like that. So now it's time for me to come up with my 8 to ten questions. So question one might look like this, I would say, which of these sentences does not have an ambiguous pronoun? A, Joshua and Diego went to school after Joshua found his homework. And then next to that, I would put a little task and it would say in parentheses, draw a full moon in the sky. And then B, the second option, Mari cleaned her trumpet. And next to that would be a little task draw a crescent moon in the sky. So I do that for my eight to 10 questions. And I come up with all these tasks that have to do with haunted house. So you saw there, I had moons. Maybe Mm -hmm. I could say one is draw a skeleton. One is draw a ghost or draw a gravestone versus draw a bat in the sky. You get the idea, right? Yes.
0: hundred percent. It makes sense now. Got it. Cool. And it
1: doesn't just have to be drawing things. It can also be coloring. So I might say like, make it nighttime versus draw a sun. Although you wouldn't Mm -hmm. really want to have a sun with a haunted house, but you get the idea. (laughs) (laughs) So I come up with all my questions. And then what I do is I pass out a house template to each student. And you can have them do this individually. You can have them do it with partners, whatever you want. And then I project all my questions and the possible answers and those tasks up on the board. And basically what students do Is they go through each of the questions, they figure out which answer they believe is correct. And then they do that task on their house. So student A might have a house that has, you know, the bat and a gravestone and a tree with branches and student B's might look a little bit different, but only one of those might be correct. Because as the teacher, I know which tasks went with the correct Mm -hmm. answers, right? So it's super fun for students because they're drawing and they're like creating this piece of art, but it's really rigorous because they're working directly with those grade level standards. My example of fifth grade pronouns are something you cover in fifth grade. So I need to cover it anyway, but here's a fun way to review it and have them create some artwork with it. Right. And it's not just a worksheet Mm -hmm. and it's super, super easy to just rinse and repeat this activity because I can do it with any other grammar topic that we study throughout the course of the year. And keep in mind, like we chose to use a house, but you don't have to do that with your students. You know, you could give them a really generic face and maybe you have them draw glasses versus no glasses or a baseball cap versus a beanie or like whatever you want. One could be creating like a football player and one is a baseball player. However you decide to set up all the tasks, you can be creative with it. And if you really want to save time, if you don't want to be creating that stuff, like have your students do it. Right. That's really rigorous. If they have to come up with the right and wrong answer, as well as the tasks themselves, and you could just like check their work really quickly. And then they could trade with another set of partners and, you know, do their drawing. So there's so many options with this and it's so much fun. And again, rigorous. That's why I love this activity.
0: It's super cute. I really love it. Yeah. Good. I used to do something very similar. You did a great
1: job. Oh, yay. My (laughs) fifth graders loved it when we did this in the classroom.
0: So fun. So I want to give you a a brainstorm of some other grammar topics that you might want to try this review activity with. So you can see that it's a, it really is applicable to any grammar topic. Mm -hmm. So you could have students identify conjunctions in a sentence, identify verb tenses, recognize inappropriate shifts in verb tenses. So you see, it's getting harder and harder, right? It's more rigorous and different standards, recognizing vague pronouns, distinguishing between compound complex and compound complex sentences, determine whether verbs are in the indicative, imperative, interrogative, conditional, or subjunctive mood. And that one is actually one of the activities that we've included in our grammar review resource inside the EV Teachers Club, just as a little side note. Um, And so I love this. Like you really could apply it to any of the grammar standards across grade levels. I mean, you could use this if you're a high school teacher, even for that matter. And it's
1: like, I mean, we focused on grammar here, but really it doesn't even have to be with grammar. It could be a figurative language review. It could be anything. So it's super fun.
0: So if you do use this activity in your classroom, definitely let us know on our Instagram at EV academics or leave a review on our podcast where you're listening to this, or if you're an EB teachers club member, pop into the Facebook group and let us know, share your students, you know, uh, artwork with us, what they came up with. We'd love to see it in action. So with that being said, this is again, that fun grammar review that you can use for any topic next week. We are going to be um, having, I believe we have a guest on the podcast next week. Do yes.
1: We are talking all about, and I hope I'm going to say this correctly, Caitlin and I have been it, but about hex, hexagonal thinking. Yes. It is so cool. It's my mind is already spinning about different activities we can make with this. And we'll have to ask
0: Betsy if yes. it's, because Jessica and I were both pronouncing it hexagonal. Now I can, yes. Now I can't even say it the way I was pronouncing it hexagonal thinking. But. I was t- texting Caitlin. I
1: was like, I think I'm saying it wrong. She's like, that's how I'm saying it too. Now we're not sure, but we think it's hexagonal thinking. (laughs)
0: Yes. So we're excited to have Betsy on the podcast. Um, It's going to be great. We're going to learn a brand new strategy that I believe is going to fit nicely with rinsing and repeating and using time and time again in our classrooms. All right. With that being said, have a great rest of your day, your week, everybody. And we will see you next week on podcast. Bye everyone.